And we are live. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, all in on high school sports. Tuesday night. How are you, Mrs. Valenti? I'm doing well. Thank you. You? Good. Very good. I hope everyone had a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving. Yep, absolutely. Um, We're back for a little high school sports with a packed show tonight. Yep, another packed show. Tonight, we are going to review our final week of our football picks and see who fares as the first fall sports pick 'em champ Ooh, between you, me, you, me, Kenny, and um, Mr. Beelan. Mr. Beelan. Yes. Um, and we will also welcome some special guests. We will have the um, Paul Johnson and Ryan Marshall of Fast Speed and Strength. Uh, owners and trainers there and we will also welcome the uh, Del Barton football coaches uh, coach head coach Brian Bowers and one of his assistants coach Jerry Gallagher will join awesome. us tonight um Thanksgiving was well yep good it was very good yep a lot of those games I- I'm excited to see who won the championship tonight that's what I'm yep. I'm excited to say <laughs> that is stay tuned to the end then. by the way Rob Neely's trying to be funny saying that intro was so long I thought Kurt Valenti was on the Broncos COVID list too <laughs> Don't even get me into that. We'll deal with that tomorrow night. Um, so, you know, let's just get to a little thing before we bring our first guests in. Um, there was a little breaking news this week about the winter sports. Um, it's been moved back. We'll mm-hmm. get into that a little more throughout the next weeks. But yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, any idea, like, real quick? I mean, what do you – I think it just had to be done, to be honest with you. I, yeah, I mean, uh, with everything kind of going on with the numbers and travel uh, – yeah, I would say so. We're getting a comment from the Fraud Slayer on YouTube, our guy. <laughs> another guy that's in the uh, entry list. Greetings from Maryland, everyone. Hello, what a better Mr. way to enjoy a rare Tuesday off than joining <laughs> my friends at All In on High School Sports. Thank you, Mr. Kirkpatrick, for that. And I have our first guest ready to come in. Would we like to Absolutely. Bring let's them on let's in? bring them right in. All right, I'm going to make sure I admit the right people here. joining us tonight welcome just give them a second to get in absolutely get their their audio going i'd like to introduce our audience to um paul johnson and ryan marshall the owners and trainers at fast new jersey stands for functional athletic strength and speed training welcome guys thanks for coming tonight Thanks for having us. There they are, my guys. There they are, <laughs> former coaches, friends of mine, former assistant coaches with you guys. Awesome for you guys. Again, we appreciate you coming on. And um, Hey, how's it going? Let's get going. What's going on? Uh, is there a feedback? Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, guys, if you wouldn't mind, why don't you guys maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourselves? Like, what exactly um, is FAST? What does it have to offer? And um, what prompted you guys to open a facility like this? I can't hear it here, though. Uh, Paulie, if you don't mind, I'll start. Um, So, FAST is a strength and conditioning facility for athletes of all ages we work with athletes you know starting around the age of eight all the way up to professional level athletes and um paulie and i are lifelong friends played little league together actually uh later on in life played some semi-pro football together and decided after working together um you know on a part-time basis in the strength and conditioning world back in around 2010 we decided to move forward uh, opened up our own company, and then we moved into our facility in Lynnhurst in 2012. Nice, very nice. Okay. 
Paulie, can you hear us okay? I think he's having a little audio yeah, issue. Yeah, a little audio <laughs> issue. I'm going to have to go over there to help him. I wonder if he's muted. You know, he's, he's, uh, his, his sound is on. I cannot hear anything right now. <laughs> he can't hear us, yeah. He can't hear us. Um, does, I'm going to send him a little, you want to ask your question? Sure. So Ryan, I'll start with chat. you. So well, we're getting Paulie gone. So Ryan, here we go. So I'm a high school athlete. I'm a college athlete or even a grammar school athlete. Um, I'm looking to train with you guys. What can I expect? Well, you know, first thing first, we want to just make sure that the athlete is moving to their optimal level, right? So a lot of times when, People think of a strength and conditioning coach or a speed coach or performance enhancement coach, whatever you want to label us as. They think of, you know, heavy weights, yes. you know, sprinting with sleds or bands, things like that. Uh, but our first, you know, initiative when an athlete comes in is like, let's make sure this person's moving well. Let's make sure we're optimizing everything they do on an everyday basis on and off the field. And then as time goes on, we're going to progress them as we see fit. So um, start with the building blocks, teach them how to run, jump, land properly, how to change direction properly, how to decelerate their body or slow down properly. And then from there, you know, we could start to get fancy, but we really like to start with the basics and then uh, build from there. Okay. You know, I just kind of off script as you're saying that it's, you know, it's so great that the that kids, I know you mentioned you work with kids from eight and up now, learn these, I'm going to use the word basics. I know that once I went to college, I feel like I had to relearn how to run correctly. Like you don't actually understand, un even realize that you are, you know, not using your arms and your legs to like the best capacity. But I didn't learn that till I was, you know, first year in college. <laughs> but these kids are getting it so much, so much younger, which, which is great. And we have our first comment. It's from no, no one other than Coach Coyne saying no one is better than these two. <laughs> Thanks. So so uh, that's Coach Coyne. There you go, Coach. We love the support. Hey, Coach Johnson, are you on? Oh, back in. All right, he's yeah, back yeah, in. There, there you go. Back. There we go. All right, so Co let's go, Coach Johnson. Yeah, a little, yeah, you know, give a little uh, brief, you know, overview of yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so I've gotten to this uh, training thing. Um, a while back when I started working on myself, trying to become more explosive, bigger, stronger, faster myself, um, tried to pursue that as long as I possibly could hold on to, um, had a couple injuries and then decided to change my passion to training other kids and trying to help them attain their dreams uh, through work and then just improving them, not only as athletes, but young men and women to just be better people through training through discipline of training and everything that we do, we try and transfer it over to real life stuff. Nice, nice. Um, um, did you want me to do yeah, that? Yeah, you're next, oh, yep. The, um, you know, these are some unusual times, of course, given the pandemic situation. Athletes may be struggling to find a space to work out in. They may not have equipment at their disposal, or maybe even just lacking that motivation that comes when you're working out in like a team setting. What advice would you guys offer them to kind of get through that and stay motivated and what could they do? Well, really everything's a mentality, right? And it's just the way that you go about looking at it. You could kind of put your head down and feel like you're up against a wall where you could take everything as an opportunity to take advantage of the other people that are going to take breaks. And that's what it's got to be about. Your mindset is about 
outworking your competition, no matter what the circumstances are. So in an age like this, where people can't get in a gym, the harder that you're going to work on your own, that's going to separate your gap from them or close the gap with someone that may be faster or more talented than you. Another comment is from another coach, Coach Kisak from Linher, saying, best in the business, the proof is in the pudding. Very nice. Very so, nice. Coach <laughs> Kisak giving a shout out. So let's get back, before we get back to Coach Marshall, Coach Johnson, I asked, uh, and, and Coach Marshall answered it, but I'm a high school athlete, grammar school athlete, or even a college athlete. I'm, I want to come to you guys. What's something I can expect from, from, uh, from fast? Oh, man, that you're going to get pushed. Um, you're going to have fun working. Um, you're going to get better. You're going to join a community of athletes um, that work together, push one another, have great relationships. Um, that's it, man. We're a big family down there trying to get everybody better at what they do. Another comment from a John Bartlett, best of the best. I've had the honor of learning how to train athletes from both of these pro trainers. Nice shout out. So a nice yeah. shout out from John. <laughs> Thanks, um, John. All right. So if you, Ryan, if you can go, well, you know, both of us, we'll go back to Ryan. If you can just uh, tell us some of the teams and individuals you've worked with. So Kurt, as you know, you know, we, we pretty much started off one of our first teams that we were working with was St. Mary's when you were, uh, I believe, offensive coordinator, coach Johnson was a position coach over there. And lucky enough, he brought me aboard and uh, we were actually training them at, another facility we would just rent space from. Um, so Coach Sheridan, you know, because of his good relationship with Coach Johnson, gave us the blessing on working with them. And um, as you remember, there was some really bright years down with the uh, St. Mary's group, bunch of high level um, high school, and then eventually college football players came through there. But since then, we've had the luxury of working with um, Lynnhurst football team, Carney girls soccer team, um, Lynnhurst girls soccer team, all of which, you know, last year had phenomenal seasons. Uh, Lynnhurst wrestling, formerly Queen of Peace wrestling, when Coach Weaver was over there. Uh, we deal with a lot, a lot of club soccer teams. Um, so Thistle, Ironbound, um, we work with uh, re really a bunch of travel, um, you know, the club team thing has really taken it off and really when we talk about uh grammar school sports especially in baseball and soccer so we're lucky enough to have the opportunity to work a lot of club teams as well okay and again throughout the night we're gonna uh we'll give out all your information your twitter your facebook uh an email if anyone wants to get in touch with you guys yeah, um, okay appreciate that coach no problem no problem um i guess we can go back to start with coach johnson but coach marshall please feel free to chime in as well um you know i touched upon it a little bit personally before but how has sports training changed you know since we were all competing as athletes how would you say it's changed now all right so it's more just out there everyone's doing it it's more accessible with facilities like ours and other facilities all over the place but you still got to like Coach Marshall said in the beginning, we stick to the basics. You know, we're still squatting, we're still deadlifting, we're still benching and doing all that stuff. But you're getting into more unilateral stuff to where you're working on one leg rather than just pure strength in the past. Um, you're able to incorporate more athletic movements with medicine balls, make it a little bit more athletic, a little bit more fun. Sleds are a big thing now that we're using, whether it's walking with them, sprinting with them to just build up people's endurance, their speed. Um, there's just a lot more um, avenues to go down, which makes it more fun. 
um, and really promotes your progress. All right. Um, I'll go back to Ryan on this and then Paul answer too. But how rewarding is it for you guys when you work with somebody and now you see that player or team, like you're saying, you do both, but him or her, just take it to the next level. You know, whether it's football or soccer, like you're saying, anything you guys are training these players in, you see them take that next step and get to that next level. How rewarding is it for you guys? Definitely. I mean, it's it's a huge part of um, our passion for this, you know, career. And it's, it's a driving factor be, behind, you know, why I've done this for so long. So, you know, me personally, to give you an idea, mm -hmm. I took a personal training uh, certification in 2001. So I started off just doing personal training. And then when I was coaching high school football at Queen of Peace, uh, started working with some athletes. And then Coach Johnson and I both worked for the now defunct company, uh, Sports University, a big training facility up in Fairfield, New Jersey. Um, and it just kind of evolved from there. But back to your question, I mean, really, it's it's the best part of what we do to me. And, and it's not just the kid that gets drafted or the kid that signs a D1 scholarship, but it's also that, you know, fifth or sixth grader that doesn't play sports and their parents come to us saying, hey, I just need my kid to get active. I need my kid to get more confidence. And it's that kid that when we see him in high school and now maybe he tried out for a sport or maybe he never even plays a sport, but he continues to work out and maybe fitness became part of his lifestyle. Maybe he stopped getting bullied or he walks around now with his, you know, his head high and his chest up because he's a little more confident. I mean, the rewards we get from uh, this company outside of, you know, quote unquote, a financial reward, uh, it's, it's truly amazing. Awesome. Paulie, you want to add anything to that? Man, coach hit it on the head. That's it. It ain't even about, like he said, the high profile guys. It's getting that guy out of his comfort zone, making more friends, breaking some social issues that there may be. Um, but that's everything, whether it is those athletes that are the top tier, seeing them learn how to push themselves even harder and harder, and it's never enough, and we're going to keep going and keep climbing the ladder. It is the most rewarding thing about the whole program of just watching them become captains of their football teams. I can't tell you how many captains came through our facility. And that just makes us more proud than anything when people could grab the captaincy of a college football team or soccer team, whatever it may be. Um, it's great to see that we are building leaders of not just teams, but organizations and for families. And now you guys do all levels, right? You guys do, what levels you guys teach like age groups and stuff? We have youth groups that um, are from six to 12 years old, up to the kids, obviously, in their college career and then trying to pursue their professional career. And then we have adults um, that aren't involved with the FAST pro program per se, but animal strength and conditioning, where we transfer the adults into strength training. Okay, awesome. Nice, very nice. All right, our next little segment we like to do is called Rapid Fire. So we got a couple quick questions for you guys that Kurt will start with, and then uh, why don't we have maybe Paul answer and then Ryan each okay. one. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. a couple of fun questions, put you guys on the spot and stuff like that. So here we Let's go. Stop. Name one exercise would you say the other one of you guys is better at? Um, power cleans for Coach Marshall. 
squats for Coach Giles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was quick. There you All go. right. That was good. All right. I have one for you guys. It's what's like a drill or exercise that you guys love, but your athletes loathe? Like, what do they hate, but you love it? Man, I like to think that they love it anyway, even though they hate it. But man, it's just uh, probably getting on those sleds, just getting on those sleds, because you never know what that sled's going to bring. It could be a sprint. It could be a long walk. Uh, the sleds are a tough one that they love. I'm going to say anything with tempo, any strength movement. But once you add that tempo in there and, and you cause like, you know, a slower negative or descent, the uh, athletes seem to hate that. <laughs> uh, a couple of the comments here, Rob Neely saying his boy Butch is a huge animal fitness guy. You guys helped him with his shoulder. And Johnny Beelan, our guy saying, do you guys want to train a little four-year-old maniac, Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> He's saying he needs to retire quicker. LOL. <laughs> so, all right, my, sec my second rapid fire. If we walked into fast, what's uh, one saying we would hear over and over from each of you guys? Hmm. Jeez. Like what's your, what's your go-to saying? Yelling at the kids, saying something to the kids. I mean, one of my biggest things is always focus. You know, I, I try and preach to the kids that if they're not focused at the task at hand, if they're not focused on the coaches, the direction, all the other stuff kind of goes out the window. You know, you could have a kid that gives the best effort, the best heart in the world, but if he's not focused on what we're trying to get to, he's missing that point, whether it's at the exercise or, or even, even just something we're trying to teach him for the day. So focus is a big thing that I'm always barking. I'll drop a simple one on you, Kurt. Just push it, man. Whatever it is, we tell them to push it. Um, whether it's a sled, whether it's a bar on their back, um, their mindset, just push it, man. Okay. Nice. All right. Mine's simple. Ready? Your your apparel of choice: Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas. Nike. I'm a Nike guy too, man. <laughs> Got to go with the swoosh. <laughs> All right. Name one athlete, college or professional. You get to train with. You get to train this person. You know what? Train or train with anybody. Who is it going to be? Christian McCaffrey. And that's because I well, want You know what? Christian McCaffrey better come back because I made a big trade to get him on my fantasy team. I had him one week. He scores 36 points and he hurts his shoulder. Can you help him get his shoulder so he can play in the playoffs for me? Yeah, he needs you guys. But he's a beast, man. That guy's a beast. Yeah, Petey Guerrero was just down there in Carolina, and he was raving about Christian's work ethic and how much work he puts in, and people don't realize all the little things that he does all the time, and that was even when he was injured. Uh, another comment real quick, Ryan, before we get to you, uh, Paul Passamano from Linner saying there, helping my granddaughter, great guys, always ready to help everyone. Thanks, Thanks Paul. All right, Ryan, who are you taking? Uh, even though he wasn't, a big workout guy. I'm going to say this for selfish reasons because he was my favorite athlete and still is Bo Jackson. Man, oh, you guys I would hit, just you like you guys hit two of Kurt's oh, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Then Ryan. we get another comment from our guy Kenny in Maryland saying we needed Paul and Ryan when we were in high school. They would have pushed me hard instead of playing APBBA -B -B -A baseball all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, Kenny, we're in high school. We look, we look different, I'll tell you that. 
Um, <laughs> all right, my, my last rapid fire for you guys. Kurt and I have this discussion sometimes about we look back and we think of drills like we can't believe we used to do that would like never be allowed today. If you guys, now that you're coaches and you look back to something like you did as a player or as a, a coach prior to being a fast coach, what's, what's a drill that you would never do that you were forced maybe to do when you were a, a high school player? High school, college, or early and coaching? I'd hate to say it, but a lot of coaches are probably still doing them too. 300-yard <laughs> shuttles for football players. Don't know why, don't know where it fits in, but just uh, one of the things I can never fit my head around. Is that the, is that the 50 and back six times? Yep. Yeah, I had to do that. Yeah, And you know what? And it's miserable, though. <laughs> yep, it sure is. <laughs> what do you got, Ryan? For me, it would just be, um, you know, lifting incorrectly. I, I, I feel like a lot of kids uh, or teams, especially the coaches have good, you know, good ideas in mind in terms of, hey, I want to get my kids stronger. So they throw them in a weight room. They're like, hey, go bench press three by 10. And, and while you're at it, make it as heavy as you could. But there's no instruction. You know, I, I remember even when I, I lifted very little in high school, which is a big reason that I got into this field. But when I did, there there wasn't a, a lot of hands-on instruction on, hey, this is how you set up. This is how you drive through your legs. This is how you pack your shoulders, all those little things. And it's not just because this is what we do now and try and help others, but I feel like a lot of kids that come into us, uh, even from a high school setting, that they're in the weight room. It's just a matter of what they're doing and, you know, doing it incorrectly. And um, I, I wish if, if I could change one thing, it'd probably be that. I got a question to go off the cusp a little bit. You guys said you did like Carney Girl soccer. You did Linhurst soccer. I mean, there's a chance these teams are going to play each other during the year. <laughs> you know, like we're saying it like funny and stuff like that, but Again, they get to know each other, like you're saying, it builds a friendship, but there's got to be that little competitiveness where it's like, now we're playing each other, you know, they're training together, but it's, they're playing each other. How, you know, do you guys see that a lot? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Definitely. Like this year, I was at, uh, to give you an example, so we've trained Lynnhurst, uh girls soccer team. Shout out to Coach Heike for uh, trusting us with her girls every year. But since we opened, we've worked with the girls soccer team. We've been lucky enough to share a lot of success with them. They've actually won the league every year that we've had them. So they've had a ton of success. And, and you know, I'm sure you're well aware of the success Carney girls soccer yeah. programs had. Um, they actually played each other this year. I was at the game. And, you know, all you could do is stand uh, in a neutral site and cheer for both sides. Like yeah. you, you just want you want all your athletes to stay safe and do well. And as long as it's a competitive game, we're all about it. Nice. Paulie, anything on that? Like, you know, it's it's funny because like now you guys, you guys start coming back in Monday and it's like, you know, like get that little feeling of <laughs> who won and you know, you know, a little bit. But then again, it's over. And like you're saying, the friendship that they're building, even between schools, it's it, like that's the best thing, you know? Yep, and so. a little competitive. Yeah, they get to be competitive with people from other places. Nice. So, uh, and real quick again, guys, this is Fast Strength and Speed. Email info at fastnj.com. Twitter, Twitter handle at fastnj. You can find them on Facebook, fastnj. Two uh, S's. Yes, two S's. We will put, we'll keep this on all night long. Um, two any, S's. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say about 
about fast and you know you guys got it to the audience nah come on down if you want to take a try um stay in shape while uh, a lot of sports are shut down reach out to us and get in I want to thank you uh too for bringing us on and getting us out there. Absolutely. Miss you, Kurt. I haven't seen you in a long time, man. <laughs> Same thing. And uh, Coach Toro saying, Paulie, my brother. So Richie's checking Richie, in. Richie, what's up, bro? Checking in. Ryan, anything else to finish up? No. Kurt and Jennifer, thank you for having us. And um, I think it's a you know, great show you're putting on. It's awesome what you guys are doing. And yeah, just to any athletes out there that is looking for something different and looking to step their game up, whether they're an athlete or not, just an opportunity to better themselves in the weight room and out. Check us out. And uh, Coach Charles saying there is no one, and this is he's putting this in caps, there is no one out there that cares more about their kids like Paulie and Ryan. So... Coach Twirls getting it out there. You know, I, thanks, Thank guys, you, for Coach. coming on. And it's just Thank so you. nice to see a genuine, you know, you guys genuinely caring about the kids that you work with. It's so evident in speaking to you. And, and again, course, I seen it firsthand. I mean, I coach with these guys. The comments, so, and they were doing it, you know, the back then with St. Mary's. And, so, uh, you know, Coach Twirls saying you guys are a huge reason for their success. Very nice. So. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you. Thanks, Make sure guys. you come back again very soon. We'll uh, keep in touch. and uh, We'll do a live segment with Kurt working out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming on. Thank you, guys. Have a great no night. Problem. Guys, check them out again. Fast, strength, and speed. Okay. Very nice. Gotta get you down for a workout. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to. That's Again, it. talking to them makes you like miss that those training days. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Does. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But no, these again, great guys. And you know what? It's not like, like we're saying it. You see the coaches and the people just like watching the show tonight coming in and like Coach Coin worked at them, you know. Yeah. Coach Passamano saying his granddaughter, you know, obviously Coach Tuero. Yeah. You know, like th these are guys that, that they're working with or worked with that before. they entrusted their athletes right. to them. And, you know, they're coming and, out yeah, and telling you what them, success yeah. is. And, they, you know, they're great guys. So, uh, again, not, you know, not everyone, you know, go, great. Um, trainers and coaches just great Good guys people. in general yep, so yep, again please check it out again we'll have that throughout the night right, oh, so neely saying he wants to see kurt do a fast workout <laughs> hashtag ratings love it uh, uh, well we have our uh, our next guest in the waiting room ready to okay. come in we are going to welcome um Coach Brian Bowers, the head coach of uh, DePaul High School football. Del Barton. I'm sorry, I said DePaul. Oh my goodness, my my bad. That's embarrassing. And uh, Coach Jerry Gallagher, one of his assistants as well. So we'll get them. We'll get them in. Coach Breslin saying, "Me too, Rob. He wants to see you working out." <laughs> Hi, Coach Bowers. Welcome to the show. Hi, Coach Gallagher. Hi, hello. hello, Jen. How are you? Good to see you. How guys. are you guys? Welcome. Let me give a little... It's past my bedtime right now. <laughs> Sorry to keep you up so late, Coach. <laughs> Let me give a little introduction to our audience. We have our uh, Del Barton coaches, head coach Brian Bowers, his assistant Jerry Gallagher. Uh, this season, the Green Wave went 6-0, and competing in the North Jersey Super Football Conference, United White Division, where they were undefeated at 3-0. and Coach Bowers has been a part of the Del Barton football program for 20-plus years, and the program itself boasts 31 players off appearances, 13 finals, and two sectional titles in 1993 and 1998. So it's a pleasure to have you guys on. Welcome again. 
Thanks for having us. Yes, it's a pleasure. Yeah. And I got to say, um, one of our guys that one of my uh, great friends and co-host of another sports show we do, he actually lives in Maryland and he's got to be somehow on this Del Barton payroll because he's always saying, my number one team is Del Barton. My number one team is Del Barton. And he's saying it from Maryland. So I don't know what it is with him, but he's watching in and he's happy. You know, he's fired up that you guys are here. But uh, coach, seriously, thank you guys for coming on. And uh, I'll start with uh, Coach Bowers first. Obviously, like Jen said, 6-0. and You guys had uh, a tremendous season, huge wins over Seton Hall Prep, DePaul, Don Bosco, Pope John, uh, St. Joseph Metuchen, and Hudson Catholic. Um, Coach, if you can just give me a real quick a season recap of uh, the 2020 football season. You know, it, it was a season like none other, which I'm sure every guest will tell you. Um, you know, I think it starts with we have just had a great group of kids that were so excited to play football. Um, I think the state of New Jersey should get a lot of credit for really having the courage to plow through and, and um, you know, make all the decisions uh, and processes to make sure that it happened. Um, as you look across the country, a lot of a lot of high school players, it breaks your heart, did not get to play. Uh, and especially you think about like a senior kid who's worked for his opportunity, uh, you're finally there um, and you don't get to play. And, you know, like when I think of that scenario, um, it makes me realize how lucky we were to have this opportunity um, in New Jersey. In New Jersey, it was great leadership all, all, all through it. Um, the protocols were set in place. Um, I think there was a lot of trust that was placed in um, the schools and the coaches to do the right thing. Um, universally they did, we did. Um, and it was hard, you know, we like to say do hard things. It's one of our team mottos and, and it, it certainly every day was hard, but, um, it was worth it. You know, we had 25 seniors coming into the season. We knew we had a great group of kids with some experience, uh, kids that, you know, were dying to play. And, you know, we, you know, coach Gallagher will tell you, you know, starting in June and, doing zoom workouts and you know waking up at 7 30 and somehow you're in some kid's garage doing squats and watching them and coaching them up like uh it, it was pretty unique nothing like it um i've been coaching for a, a while nothing like it but it was just really rewarding uh because it was different um there were a lot of challenges along the way but um when we finally got a chance in july to actually be with our kids and practice um you know, even though we had all these protocols in place, the kids were so fired up and it just made us as coaches that much more excited to be a part of it. And then, um, you know, it was weird how the season started in terms of, you know, we practice all summer and you had to have two weeks off um, to, uh, you know, let the schools sort of get acclimated to having class again. And uh, it was one of those things. That I think it was really a good decision. I mean, it was, it was painful, but um it really took the pressure off the schools and the superintendents to, you know, not feel like they had the sports teams breathing down their neck. And I think that was actually a really good thing. But when we got back to it, you know, we were gunning for that beginning of October start. Uh, no one knew when it was going to end. We knew that, you know, it could end at any time. Um, and we were able to play six games and we, you know, we won all the games. They were big games. 
against great competition. And uh, our kids stepped up. They showed courage. Uh, it was a real team effort, all three phases. You know, it was just a complete, complete team effort. Um, so I'm really proud of how things played out. Um, you know, we, we ended on a disappointing note for sure. But uh, all in all, uh, and Coach Gallagher, I think, says this, you know, we're going to focus on the, the positives. And there, there's a lot of positives to take away here. So uh, that's, you know, that's kind of the, the big picture of how I feel about things. Very grateful to have the opportunity and um, very thankful that the people in the right places had the courage to push through uh, and have a meaningful opportunity uh, amidst this, you know, really troubled, crazy time that we're living through. Awesome. That was uh, such a good recap, Coach, because every as much as we've done this show all fall, just talking about, you know, what it was like to go dating back to the summer when you started your workouts and just hearing it from different people's point of view, I feel like I always learned some new challenge, you know, mm -hmm. that, that people had to endure. So, uh, you know, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Coach Gallagher, you know, we talk about wins and losses and championships and titles, but we know there's so much more to being a high school student athlete. I had the pleasure of coaching with you at Montville and I know what you instill in your players there both on and off the field and I know having spoken to you that coach Bowers has a similar mindset so I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to the Del Barton football tradition it's really neat you know like I, I've been able to coach all over the place and Del Barton is really a unique place to coach and a, a big part of it is they don't just talk the talk, you know, they, they walk the walk there. And a coach talks every day about our mission with our kids. He just mentioned some of the things that, that we talk about with them every day. And, and, and it's the tradition is tremendous, especially uh, I think coach Bowers knows this much more than I do because he's so in touch with the, the past there. But, um, the number of alums that would text and call and stop by whenever they could, they were all in this together with us and all. And I think just had a genuine love for this year's team and what they were doing, you know? So it, it um, I think this pandemic, it certainly had the, a lot of negatives to it and all, but I think you talk with most coaches and they talk about the special relationship that developed with this year's team. And that, that it's because of the struggles you went through with your guys and all. And I, I don't know that football players ever appreciated being on the field as much as they did this year. You know, Ryan can attest to this. I don't know that we had a bad practice this year. You know, there might have been somewhere we had to get their motors going a little bit more than other days. But for the most part, our practices were spirited. And I thought the kids were more coachable than ever because they realized, you know, what they hadn't had for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a special year in so many ways. So. Coach Bowers, anything you want to add to that Del Barton football tradition and culture? Yeah, you, you know, um, well, let's just start. I'm the third head coach in its history, you know, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And I say that, and I say that humbly. Uh, the program was started uh, by the great Bill Regan uh, in 1946. 
He was the head coach and AD for 40 years. Uh, and then, you know, and just built Del Barton, um, you know, really from scratch in terms of uh, the athletic program and football and, uh, you know, coming from the prep league and, you know, transitioning into the, to the NJSIA and it was just like a lot there that I learn about all the time. Cause you know, I really wasn't part of that, but you know, the old timers come back and tell me, tell us the way it was. And it's pretty amazing. And then um, John Kowalik, my predecessor was the head coach for 16 years. Um, and now I just finished my 18th year as the head coach. So I, I think the number one thing you'd say is just is continuity and consistency and you know we kind of know who we are uh, you know we don't try to be who we're not and I, I think you know uh, we are you know some schools like to talk about their powerhouse football programs you know we talk about we're a powerhouse school that just happens to have a great athletic program uh, and, and a football program along with that and and, and we're proud of that. And it's a big distinction. And I think what we try to do at Del Barton, especially in our football program, we just try to keep everything in balance, uh, everything in proportion, and um, let the great game of high school football be what it is, um, not make more out of it than it, than it shouldn't be, um, because there's so much that you can grab a hold that what it is. And so, you know, that's what I've always tried to do. And you know, when you have a special group like we did this year, you know, you can run the table and you can do special things. And we have enough talent to be one of the top teams in the state. And we're awfully proud of that. Uh, real quick, I just want to give, read a comment uh, from our guy, Kenny, saying I couldn't agree with Coach Gallagher more. He, Like I said, he does live in Maryland and they did not have a fall sport. So he's saying... Um, I couldn't agree with Coach Gallagher more. Living in Southern Maryland and not having fall sports, I know the kids and coaches would do anything to be competing with their teammates from practice to games. Yeah, so definitely. Before know. before we go on, Coach Gallagher, you win the award for the best background. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, I see it small, but I see it here. Your background's phenomenal, yeah, Coach Gallagher. Here's here's the thing, <laughs> and Coach Bowers will attest to this too. Going into the pandemic, there was no worse coach in the world dealing with technology than Coach Gallagher. <laughs> now I can flip pictures around in my background. It's I, when great, you show the it? film to the kids, I have to get another coach to, to work the, the computer for me. But I can mess around and put things together. It does. You know, it wins. So. It's the best one. We've had some good backgrounds. That one is uh, is top notch. So well, I can tell you, if I can interject too, sure. like Jerry will tell you, we've probably as a football staff had, I don't know, 200 Zoom meetings since this thing started. <laughs> I mean, we have been getting after it. And um, Jerry always surprises with with his background i still don't know how to do it so you'll see my christmas tree in the background or I'll very be in, nice you know, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, uh, that's very what i don't cool. tell anybody though too that my room is such a mess that i gotta have something in the background to cover it up the truth, the truth comes out <laughs> I want, I want to come back to Coach Bowers because you made a great point, and it's an awesome segue into the uh, the next question. And we got to ask you. We want to ask you a couple tough questions on this show. But listen, Seton Hall Prep beat St. Peter's. Don Bosco beat Bergen Catholic. You beat both of them. 
Do you guys have a claim to be the number one team in the state? Um, you know, to be honest with you, maybe, but I I just have never really gotten into the polls and especially with the season like this where you don't have playoffs. Um, it's all speculation and it's great fun. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I love our team and I certainly uh, we will we would have competed with everyone and i think we could i think we could have beaten anybody i really do um but i don't like getting involved in the i mean i I like how you lay it out like this team beat that team and that you know and that those i took that i took that math class in 10th grade too. (laughs) (laughs) you know but but, you know what uh, it's it's such a great discussion and you know what like I mean, again, we're from more of like a, a northern Jersey, like up north. So it's, you know, you hear this school, this school, this school. But it's like, you know, like you got to include Del Bar. You guys got to be included in that. And I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, it's our opinion. And, you know, you know and, and, and it's I, I got to tell you, like, just just the fact that we're in that conversation makes makes us feel great. Awesome. You know, and I think beyond that, it, it, you could speculate forever. Yep. Um, you know, but it's it's been a while. Um, since we've been uh, in, you know, that top echelon uh, of, of a state ranking and, you know, it's, it's taken a lot of hard work to get there. And, you know, we've had to kind of rebuild some things and, um, you know, we've been thrown into different situations and conferences and that kind of stuff. But uh, I feel like we are in a really good place and we're in a really good place, I think, to have sustained success for, you know, the foreseeable future. Awesome. And uh, again, Kenny from Maryland saying <laughs> Del Barton has been my team from day one, Coach Bowers and Gallagher. And he has. We, we gotta, he has. We gotta get we gotta get Kenny from Maryland up here and we're gonna have like a Miller light together. Are you you got it? I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. It's like it, it's crazy. Too funny. You know, I think the pandemic the 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 way things ended up because of this whole deal where everybody didn't get a chance to play everybody else just brings all it's pretty neat the speculation there you know i think you take the top three or four teams um anybody could beat anybody on on a given day with those teams and all you know it would have been interesting to see how it all our last three games were supposed to be bergen st peter's and st joe's montvale you know but the way it worked out that's the way it is exactly the way it is you know yep so, Coach Bowers, you guys outscored your opponents 194 to 58 this season. You held your opponents to under 10 points per game. We're wondering if you could highlight some of the players on your roster that made this possible. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, we just had um, our all-conference meeting uh, today. So, um, you know, trying to advocate for all these kids. Uh, and we had a lot of kids. And, and uh, so I think you have to start with our defense. I don't think I've ever coached uh, on a team with this dominant of a defense. We were really, really solid uh, from top to bottom. And, uh, you know, from the defensive line standpoint, um, playing against the competition that we do, you really need to have your guys up front. And we had as special a front four as we've ever had. Um, Start right in the middle. Uh, Elijah Hills, you know, is a kid that – just dominated. He, he, he was a kid that disrupted uh, senior. He, he had played a lot of football, but for whatever reason this year, 
it all really came together and he was he was really unblockable if you if you were trying to one-on-one with him he was going to win every time um yeah he had uh another uh really dominant player next to him by the name of chuck nato who was a first year starter really came into his own uh did a phenomenal job and he's coming back next year he's only a junior we're excited about that um our defensive ends were just tremendous um we had a uh, six foot five, you know, long armed kid who had transitioned from tight end named Patrick Coy. And uh, he was a dominant kid on the edge, um, you know, just impossible to single block, you know, couldn't be reached, drive blocked. He drove uh, tight ends into the backfield, um, you know, blocked a bunch of passes, um, very active uh, in all phases. And then on the other side, we had a sophomore by the name of Matt Gemma who uh, was as good of a sophomore as I've ever coached. Uh, just a special, special player. Seven sacks um, all over the place, tough as heck. Um, you know, we had a lot of kids who were critical backups. Um, you know, Garrett Larson, you know, played a lot of minutes for us, um, you know, inside. Um, you know, and, you know, you, you get that kind of contribution uh, it, it really, really helps. And then that linebacking core was tremendous as well. Um, we had a state championship wrestler uh, at the 220-pound by the name of uh, P.J. Cassell was our Mike linebacker. We had actually – he broke his leg last year as a sophomore. Um, we were playing in the Meadowlands, uh, but he was playing inside. He was playing tackle last year. This year we decided to move him to Mike linebacker, and he was just – as good as we thought he would be um just tough as heck and so strong um dylan nicholas was our will linebacker really really did a phenomenal job dylan um was a captain and uh was uh, as, as active a player as we've we've had at that position um you know unfortunately he, he hurt his knee uh against don bosco you know, which was which was a setback, but um, the kid really, really played strong all year long um, and did a great job. At the Sam linebacker, uh, you know, we had probably our most productive player in R.J. Martini. Um, you know, R.J. just did a phenomenal job all over the place and uh, was a dominant player, and he's a senior too. And then in our back end, um, started with our safety, Jake Jamarlowicz, who is a kid that, uh, was was just all over the place. Fantastic safety, um, you know, and and really led our defense in in so many different ways, uh, you know. And then and then um, you know our our I should probably let J- Jerry talk about the defense because he he's one of our defensive staff, um, you know. And our cornerbacks were just super all year long too, uh, you know. We had um, Eisenhart who was a sophomore who we changed from a, you know, from a, uh, uh, from a, uh, a tight end and he transitioned to be a corner. Um, Jake Checchio, by the way, was our other um, safety, did a phenomenal job. And then AZ Lewis, Azari Lewis was, uh, you know, as good a corner as, as we, we saw in, in our league, just a shutdown corner. So really our defense, you know, from top to top to bottom was, was just, was just phenomenal. Um, then on the offensive side of the ball, it all starts with our quarterback, um, 
who uh, was a three-year starter. And we knew kind of coming back, if you have a three-year starter at quarterback, you have a good chance mm-hmm. um, to be successful. And, and, and uh, Cole Freeman was, was outstanding. Um, and, you know, we had Gary Lewis, who was our primary guy um, for four years um, playing running back. And he was so good. Uh, our offensive line was, was, was just strong from top to bottom. Um, you know, starting with our center, Matt Riccardelli, uh, you know, you know, who just was as tough as they come. Um, you know, you know, all the guys competed and, and all the guys got better. Um, our tight ends were fantastic. Um, you know, and, and our wide receivers and, and I can probably name them and talk about them a little bit more. Um, but I'll let Jerry fill in some of the blanks because uh, I'm probably rambling around a, a little bit too much. But <laughs> no, no, hey, we want to get all we want to get the kids to pre- the, you know the, the press. So. Absolutely, that's it. <laughs> Coach Gallagher, um, anyone you want? I'm gonna let Jerry jump in and I'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead, Coach Gallagher. Who'd you like to give a mention to? He has me talk about the offense. I never even see those guys <laughs> on the other end behind the secondary. No, but our offensive line was tremendous. Like he said, Brendan Gay, a sophomore, was just great for us. Cole Morgan, a junior, did a good, solid job. And then Owen Hand, our left tackle, was just awesome. And he did all our long snapping for us on, in the kicking game and all. And, uh, uh, um, just, and, and Mike Dangler, when you talk about a senior kid and a guy who made himself an outstanding football player, when that's the fun part. When you can watch these guys develop from their sophomore year on into the players that they became this year, it didn't happen by accident, you know. Um, our receiving core was really good this year. Nick Petrillo's a junior tight end, made some great, great, key catches for us. David Link, a junior, came really came on for us and all. And then we had Andrew Ross and Joe Dina, who just, you know, it was a team where guys understood their roles and everybody had a role. And it, it was really a team, team effort this year and all, you know. So, so nice. it, it was just a super bunch of kids to work with and all. They were great. And, you know, the, I think when you take that and you, uh, you put our staff, we, we have just as the kids are as close as our staff is, you know? So it's a, it really was a, a great, great year to be part of. Awesome. I would say too, you know, guys stepped up when, you know, other guys went down. You talk about, I talked about Dylan Nicholas on defense, um, captain heart and soul, the, the defense, you know, he went down with a knee injury um, and Ryan Carey, who's a junior, stepped in and, and really picked up the slack and did a phenomenal job. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's that kind of thing that you need to have because it is football and, and, you know, it's part of the game and, and it's an unfortunate part of the game, really any sport. But, you know, kids kids get injured uh, mm-hmm. at times. And when that happened, kids really stepped up. Dylan Hakes on offense, who, um, you know, was, was a tremendous – second tight end and we really went to a really kind of a two tight end set um and as as jerry said i think our staff um worked really hard on the front end to just try to create the identity that we wanted to be this year i mean we were meeting in march 
April when there's nothing else to do. And we didn't even know if we we're going to have a season, yeah. um, you know, and we would meet almost daily zoom meeting at, you know, whatever, one, two, three o'clock. Um, and we really kind of put together the, the, the thought process of what we could be um, worked through it. And when we hit the ground running, I'm just really proud of how, how our staff kind of put the pieces together and, uh, and, and came together. And I think, you know, both of, you know, um, being coaches, um, you know, the camaraderie that you, you build among a staff is, is like none other. And, uh, and, and as Jerry said before, when you have some rough periods of time, it tends to make the relationship stronger. And uh, I think the relationships were really, really strong and that helped a lot. Great point. I got one more question for you, Coach Bowers. Um, you have a lot of people who support your program, obviously, administration, fan base, et cetera. How important are they to the success of the team? And I know it's a little different probably this year because you might not have had a full, you know, full stadium of fans and stuff like that. But overall, at Del Barton, administration and fan base, there's anything you want to mention about those guys? Yeah, no, it's a great point. It's, um, I think the programs that have the sustained success, um, you know, not just the one year where, you know, you have success and you go back to mediocrity or whatever, the programs that can sustain success, like I, I think we have over the years, it's because you have um, a, a, a core philosophy. Uh, you have a respect from, you know, the upper echelon. And for our case, it's our headmaster, Father Mike, Father Michael, um, who, you know, I think was a stalwart in uh, making sure Del Barton did all the things to get the kids back to school. It was literally his mission to get our kids back into school. And, and we did, and we we were we were full. We still are. We're full. We're we're actually we're out this week virtually. We'll be back next week. But um, you know, we were in class in person for 12 weeks. Um, you know, without a blemish, and and that's a big credit to Father Mike and and uh, his leadership. And it goes to our administration, our athletic director Dan Whalen, is just the best. There's there's no one better than Dan. Um, just supports his coaches gives us all the tools to be successful. Um, we have a booster, booster support. You know, our, our booster parents were phenomenal. Um, Elizabeth Riccardelli and Paul uh, were our booster parents and they really gave us everything we needed to be successful. So, you know, I've always felt like I've been blessed to have that support. Uh, I don't, I try not to take it for granted, um, but I think it is a big part of, of why we're successful because we didn't have to worry about things that, you know, we shouldn't be worrying about, you know, mm -hmm. we worried about the things we should have been worried about. And that really helped us. My question is uh, for each of you as well. And coach Gallagher, I'll shoot this to you first. And then coach Bowers, you can kind of piggyback off of his response. You know, the season ends, of course, you're probably already thinking about and preparing for 2021. Uh, what are your expectations for next season? Well, the, the first thing, it's no different than any staff expectations right now are let's get in the weight room and you know let's get ourselves as big as fast and as strong as we possibly can and the 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 hope that you have is coming off a season like this with a team like like we had can the underclassmen that are coming up can they live up to the same you know the same uh, work ethic and all as we had this year um so that's that's a big part of what you're trying to develop uh, 
during the course of the offseason and all. But, um, I, I think we're hoping for bigger and better things as we move on, you know. It's tough to replace 25 seniors. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> Leadership alone and just the example that those guys set for us, that's a, you know, that's a huge undertaking for the underclassmen right now. Who's going to become the vocal leaders? Who's going to become the leaders by example? It's huge for us. So. And who knows who we're going to play? You know, <laughs> are we going to get back to the regular schedule or what? You right, don't know, right. you know. I, I love the nature of the question. I'm I'm still worried about collecting the uniforms from this year's team. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know if I'm going to get all the hip pads and you know, but uh, it's but you're but you're right. You know, as as a coach, you know, after that sting of you know the season being over, uh, your your mind starts to work and say, okay, let me start thinking about that depth chart for mm-hmm. next year. And, oh, yeah. What if? I, I wonder how if this kid is going to work in the weight room and, and this kid who I think we can move to this position because, you know, in the, in the wheels are turning. And that is one of the great things about sports. One of the great things I love about coaching, to be honest, it, there's a, there's a start, there's a finish, there's a new story to be told. Um, and I think anyone who's ever coached really understands that that's really one of the blessings of the profession. Okay. Want to hit a little rapid fire before these guys go? Our next segment, we call it rapid fire. So we've got some uh, quick, I'm hesitant to call them easy questions because sometimes people get more stumped on these. Yeah, they're they're fun though. Some fun fun questions. All right, you're up. All right, I'll start. So your personal preference, Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas? We'll go Coach Coach Bowers and then we'll go Coach Gallagher. Under Armour. Coach Gallagher. I'm in charge of the gear. So, Coach, no, I got to say Under Armour. No, but it's definitely Under Armour. We, okay. That's one thing about Del Barton. We have great Under Armour stuff. There you go. <laughs> awesome. All right, mine is, uh, mine's more food-related if you're a fast food person. Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, or somewhere else? Oh, my God, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, well, hell yeah, Coach. <laughs> I'm not a Chick-fil-A guy. I don't see what's so special. About it. I, I I like Popeyes. Oh, no. and, uh, you I know, we never Popeyes. had the Popeye chicken sandwich, yeah. but they're saying it's better than they Chick-fil-A. Do say, they do, People they, say yeah, that. They do say that one's good. Well, the other thing to, for me, too, is I live in Rockaway, and Popeye's is in Rockaway, and Chick-fil-A is in Morris Plains. Oh, so. yeah, right, right. Rock, uh, Popeye's was right at the end of um, Franklin and 46 there, right? Yeah. We're You know what? We're getting a question from the audience, so we got to put that in a rapid oh, fire. No, that's one of mine. Oh, is it, it one is of yours? One okay, of I'm sorry. We'll get that then. All right, let's go with this one, Coach Bowers. Your best coaching win ever. Oh, boy. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm going to put this year's, this year's Don Bosco is, is certainly up in the top echelon, if not the best, but it, it's certainly on the top. Um, it's certainly in the top five. Okay, Coach Gallagher, what about you? One of my favorites of all time. Well, I'm going to give you two. One's going to piss Coach Bowers off. He knows. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. He knows right which what it is. It's Mottville 2006. We were the first public school team at Mottville to beat uh, Del Barton in like 13 years. But um, the one of the biggest, biggest wins was last year against DePaul. The last play of the game, we blocked the field goal 
to send it into overtime. And then they were number four in the state at that time. And uh, we went on to beat them in overtime and all that. That was a huge victory for us a year ago. Great. Nice. I'm going to follow that up with toughest loss. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> you know, when you lose um, in the playoffs, it, it is a it's a stake to the heart. And, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even know if I can – you know what? I'm going to pick this one out because this one I still remember. This is back in 1999, one of my first years at Del Barton. We lost. We were the number one team in the state, and we played the number two team in the state, St. Joe's from Montville, uh, in, in Giant Stadium. And we ha- we had gone up uh, with two minutes to go. And uh, What year was that, off. Coach? What year was this that? This was 1999. Coach, I swear to God, I didn't want to say it, but one of our commenters, it's one of our friends, he went to St. Joe's and he just said, tough loss in 90, <laughs> 99. I didn't want to bring it up, but it's so funny you say that because he did make a comment on that. But um, Yeah, get, get that guy's name. I'm going to need to uh, take he care of that guy. not be having a Miller Lite yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, no, 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 that guy, that guy gets a different drink. <laughs> but I, I, that one will always stick with me because they – they took a kickoff back like 70 yards and then and then punched it in, and uh, that was a tough one. Coach Gallagher, what about you? Same year, 2006 was one of the greatest wins, and it's probably my our, our greatest loss in all. We were the last minute at Giant Stadium. We lost to West Essex. Jen, maybe you remember. We lost to West there. Essex 8-7. They had a 260-pound kicker who we hit, you know, he tried to run the ball in um, and we hit him in plenty of time and he reached the ball over the goal line by about two inches and uh, they scored two points. They beat us eight, seven, but that one, there's not a day that goes by that. I don't think about that one. (laughs) All right, coach Bauer, here we go. This weekend, you guys can play one team this weekend. It's your choice. Who would you want to play? And that's the easiest question you ever asked me. Bergen Catholic, let's go. <laughs> nice. Coach Gallagher? Yeah, it's Bergen Catholic for sure. You know, just the way the whole thing went this year just was, you could never predict it in a million years that way. And all in both teams were so excited to play it too. So. I remember following it on Twitter. And then I said to Jen, I'm like, it's off. I was like, oh my, I think I swear to God, I think we were going to stream it. I think NJ.com was streaming it. We were like set to watch it. And yeah. I was like, I mean, if I'm disappointed, I mean, you guys, it's times a hundred, you know, but, um, you know, that's, but Hey, you guys, so burn that would be, we've been doing hypothetical you, games, you we, know, we asked that question. You guys will appreciate this as coaches. We asked that question to two, we had two coaches on and their, their, their players, they had some seniors on with them and they, uh, like they were chomping at the bit. They were like unmuting themselves and they all had the same answer. Uh, always. So right now our card is Passaic Valley and Wayne Valley. Yep. Butler Beckton. and Beckton yep. and Bergen Catholic Del Barton. Yep, there we go. There we go. There's our, those games. All right. My last rapid fire question for you guys is any pregame rituals or superstitions that you adhere to? Um, I, I have a lot of weird quirks, but, um, 
I no, I mean, I just think I'm very particular about how we 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 get ready to to kind of run out to the field um, in terms of getting the team together, uh, in terms of giving a, a message that's concise and motivating, and then having our um, the abbot of our school, Father Richard, come in and, and give the the pregame prayer as we run out. I, I like that to be crisp. I like that to be well run. And uh, if that, when that goes well, I, I feel like not only are we going to win, but we got God on our side. Nice. And coach Gallagher, how about you? Um, it's, you know, if you win, you want to wear the same clothes. I wear the same clothes the next week, you know, it's gotta be the same way or did, uh, if you wore those clothes for a home game, you know, and then you, you're one on the road, you got to wear the same like green shirt when you're home and white shirt when you're away. Or if you get mixed up and wear the wrong color shirt, well, you got to wear the wrong color shirt as long as you're winning, you know, so little things like that. Eat the same things, that kind of stuff. Nice. Very nice. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on. It's been a pleasure to have you again. Congratulations Absolutely. on a phenomenal season. Uh, we also again want to give one more thank you from Kenny in Maryland. He's so fired up. He's talking. He wants to come down to Jersey next year. Do like a college game day, like high school game day live. He wants to be in a Del Barton sweatshirt. And I'm not joking. He's serious. He's actually saying thank you coaches for joining all in this evening. Best of luck in the future. And he's looking forward to that Miller light. He's like, I'm telling you, he's got Somehow he's got Del Barton blood in his system. I don't know where, but he does. But um, he was right all year because every week he said it. His number one, pick Del Barton every week. So awesome season, guys. Um, and again, you're welcome anytime. We'll definitely get back, you know, bring you guys yes, back love on. To follow up. We definitely. love to follow up again. And Kenny's saying, like, seriously, next year, come see you guys and stuff. And uh, it was a pleasure tonight. Hey, you guys, I just want you to know this, too. You know, where we're at in the world today with media and everything else, high school sports, and I think it's probably why you're doing this show, high school sports suffers a bit now from the, you know, the, the cutback and newspaper coverage True, and yep. all that. And um, what you're doing in terms of promoting high school athletics and everything, I can't express appreciation enough for you. We need more more people like you and all to, to just help um, keep promoting kids and also thanks. Yeah, we for love doing it. We love it. Thanks coach. You, you really captured why we do, why we did start this, you know, and we're both former high school athletes, both former high school coaches. And I noticed it when I was still coaching kind of a decline in coverage, you know, and it's, it's um, we like to see the kids get the recognition, you know, the programs, the mm -hmm. kids. So that was really, um, really our, our theory behind the whole thing. So, you know, thank you for saying that. We're hoping we're getting some recognition for kids and programs out there, especially through these times, especially. Absolutely. Jen, I want to say one more thing, you know, because I was fortunate enough to hear halftime talks and, and what, witness you coaching and everything. You would fit in well on the Del Barton oh staff. Oh my gosh, thanks, Because coach. of the way you stress character and doing the right things and everything. Thank so, you so you know, much, Coach Gallagher. I don't forget coaches who do that. Thank also. you, thanks thank so you. Much. That means a lot coming from you. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry you had to hear some of my halftime speeches. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I love and I love the background, your backdrop with all the pictures. Oh and, my god! Uh, oh, I'm a di- <laughs> coach, coach. I'm a diehard Bronco fan. I know it's a little tough this year, but wow, yeah. diehard, coach. Die- and you know well, what? Loyal the QB position right now. Loyal coaches. I'm loyal. It was you know? very tough QB coach. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I I could have played last Sunday. I mean, they're asking, they're, everyone's out. You know, only us. You know, the Bronco game. Gets, you know, the Broncos got to play, but every other game could postpone. But I don't want to get into that. Tonight. I don't want to be, I don't want to be spoiled with that. But no, it, listen, loyal fan. I mean, we love sports. You guys know us. We love it. We love what we do with the high school. And uh, we just want to keep expanding and getting, you know, more schools, more players and everybody Absolutely. with the high school. You know, if there's anything we can do to help, please, this is a great experience. And uh, I enjoyed chatting with you and, uh, we could we could help if you needed to get some players on and that kind of stuff too. So absolutely, thank you. Certainly. Definitely will. We would love to. Love so to. We'll definitely follow up for sure. Thank you, coaches. Great, great. Thanks, Thanks gang. Appreciate thank it. Have All a right. great night. Have a good you night. Too. Good night. All right. Take Bye. care. Good night. Thanks for having us. No problem. All right. So great interview with. Um, Del Barton. Yep, By the way, we're getting a hello from everyone from a terrific Ted Thompson. He's saying that was a tough loss to my Saints. <laughs> who that? But uh, who that? thank who you, that? Ted, for sure. uh, joining in. And you know, it's a little nine fifteen. Where do you want to go? You do tell me. You're the director tonight. Um. Well, you know what? I think maybe we want to do our um our top five and our our final picks. Maybe want to do that tonight. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, we'll hold we off have, on. Um, um, We'll hold off two on other uh, things. Maybe we'll save. What do you think? Yeah. yeah? Um, okay. We got Thomas McGuire saying this show really grew on me since you had my boys on from Beckton. Oh, very nice. Thank you, nice. Thomas, for well, watching. Yeah, absolutely. And we loved having Beckton on as well. Absolutely. So. Um, should we let Mr. Kirkpatrick in? Or yeah, well, yeah, yeah okay. let's let Mr. Kirkpatrick okay. in for a couple of reasons. Okay. Do coach Breslin saying nice job. Thank you again, Coach, for watching. Um. But no, Del Bar again, great season. You know, we we talk about and, and I loved how they were just like Bergen Catholic, you know, yeah. like oh, that's just hesitation. that's just phenomenal. Yeah. Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you, sir? Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Valenti. I want great show. Thanks. Love with the guys. I have we hear a little echo, Kenny. I think you have uh, our do you have our echo on? I'm not I'm not used to the hold on. You're used to being on the show live. Yeah, that, that's it. I'm not used to being a special guest. So, so here's uh, what. So I want to just say this because. No, I, I just want to say one thing real quick. Sure. The Barton coaches, amazing, awesome. Love that they came on your show as a as a fan of the show, and you know all the coaches throughout the year, all the football coaches, cup soccer coaches. You guys do an incredible job. Uh, the fast, fast guys. All your guests, incredible. Keep up the, the good work. Love it. Thank you. And Thank I know you. and Thank I know I get I know I get blamed sometimes for not being um giving credit where credit's due. But I want to give you credit because from day one this year, you have been on the, the bandwagon of Del Barton. And you know what? You know, we're gonna get into our top five right now. And listen, this top five can go anywhere how we wanna do it, but you know, it, it's when when we come back and we were talking about how, you know. St. Peter's. Okay, St. Peter's was the team. Well, you know what? Seton Hall Prep beat them. You know, Bergen Catholic beat Seton Hall Prep. You know, 
Bergen Catholic got beat by Don Bosco. But you know what? Hey, you could turn around and say, well, Del Barton beat Seton Hall Prep. Del Barton beat Bosco. Del be-. You know, it's it's back and it's yeah. back and anybody forth. Anybody on any given day. Right, anybody yeah. on any given day. And there's a lot of people who really could go out. And, you know, listen, the, the uh, Coach Bowers wasn't, you know, and he's right. I mean, you really don't know. But what makes right. it so no. interesting this year is there's a lot of teams, and we're not even talking about Wall and other teams that are other parts of Jersey that legitimately could say, we have a case, like, what about us? Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes it interesting, you know? So um, here's what we're going to do. You want to get to our... Want to unveil our top five? Yeah, we're going to... Before you go, Mr. Kirkpatrick, it's actually funny because Hoops and I, I said, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do my top five. You do your top five, and then we'll put them together on how it is. And Kenny, we were identical in the top five. Which never happens. Which never <laughs> happens. And when we did, we when say you five. Told me that, when you told me that today, I, I think I may be a little different than you guys. I think. But we may all be alike. I think we all might be very similar. Yeah, here. we did. I'm going to be honest. We did the top five. But when we did top five, we did them the, the bigger schools. Yeah. You know, we didn't yeah. include the... The smaller schools. Okay, good. I did it a little different, which okay, is good. Okay, that's fine. That's good, fine. Good, good. All, All right. right. So go ahead, Hoops. We've, we're going to unveil. You were going to start with five. Our top five. Number five, we went Don Bosco. Number four. Don Bosco, okay. Number four, St. Peter's Prep. Okay, we went number three. We went Del Barton. Number two, St. Joe's of Montvale. And we took Bergen as our number one. We took Bergen Catholic. That's good. We're very different, and I'll explain to you why I'm. Okay, different. that's good. Let's so, but that that, that I mean, outside so, looking in are our boys at Ramapo. Okay. They didn't play a lot of games this year. I and, and I did this because there was no playoffs for the most part this year, with the exception of Beckman. Okay. This is why I did my 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 rankings like this this year. All right. If there were playoffs, this would have totally be a different top five minus the number one team. My number five team, St. Joe's. Okay. Two losses, toughest division. You know, they lost two games early, and then they bounced back the rest of the year. They they cracked my top five. Number four, Bergen Catholic. One loss. Tough loss to Seton Hall Prep. Otherwise, they might arguably be number one, number two in my top five. Number three is Jenny Hoops' West Essex. <laughs> undefeated and again i did this because there were no playoffs this year okay and i did this for records and you know me i want my in college i want cincinnati to get into that top you do you do so it bears well for a couple teams right now because i know i got the small schools in there (laughs) number two our boys at beckman the only state champs that you guys covered okay Okay, so they got to be in my top five. I know they're a group one school, but they're the only state champs this year. So they're number two. And then number one, you stole my thunder with Del Barton. They are my number one team. (laughs) Nice. Because they have beaten Don Bosco, who beat St. Peter's, uh, who beat beat Bergen Catholic, Mm -hmm. and they beat Seton Hall Prep, who beat St. Peter's. I'll tell you this. We always always joke up Thomas McGuire – a Becton guy is saying, um, uh, wow, thank you. So he's a Becton guy. Coach You're Breslin welcome, saying, Thomas. You well deserved. Coach Breslin saying, you can't compare the privates and publics, have two rankings. They can get guys from anywhere. That's why, Mr. Kirkpatrick, yeah, I, I did, I did. we did it. We followed our rules. 
right. I agree, coach. But this year, I just I did my top five with no playoffs. I did it record wise. Well, you you know, you know what? You and Coach Buzz will have a separate Zoom session later. We're in the clear. I, I the coverage that you guys covered the teams. You know, Del Barton came on. They're my number one team all year. Okay, Bexton's been with you guys three weeks in a row. How can you not put them in your top five? Right. You know what it is, though, Kenny, which, and it's great. And, you know, we, Jen and I and you, we, you know, on our K&K show, we debate all week about college football. But this is kind of like a college football ranking. Like, yeah. you know, it's not, there's no playoff. So it's real, like a team like St. Joe's, you know, can go and say, I, I mean, why couldn't St. Joe's win that group four non-public non group four? They could have. You know what I'm trying to say? It's so crazy this year where it's, but, but Coach Breslin's saying, like, Listen, like Ramapo, in my opinion, I'm picking Ramapo to win that Group Three state final. So that's where I'm going on this. But go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, why don't we get into our our Week Nine yeah. results and crown our pick? Of yeah, champions. yeah. So there's a couple reasons why else why we have you on, Mr. Kirkpatrick. But go ahead, Jen. You want to read some results from all last right, we'll week? We'll get to our we'll get to our results here, Kenny. So you, I'm not sure if you're aware of all of them, and we'll get our final final records with this week's with the Week Nine results. So. Uh, West Essex beat Hanover Park 19 to 13. Uh, Irvington beat Clifton 38 to 7. We all had Clifton actually in that one, so we all got a loss there. Patterson Eastside beat Patterson Kennedy 28 to 12. Montclair over Elizabeth 28 to 8. Nutley over Belleville 42 to 7. Hasbrook Heights 38 to 25 over Creskill. North Arlington beat uh, Secaucus 43 to 8. Wallington beat Emerson 28 to 14 and Northern Highland shut out Old Japan 14 nothing and St. Peter's Prep uh 2215 over Bergen Catholic. Our results for the week were Kurt topped the week at I'm sorry, Kenny, you topped the week at 9 and 1. Kurt was at 8 and 2. I was at 7 and 3 and Beelan was at 6 and 4, which brings us to drum roll Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I gotta just do one thing. I gotta get Kenny. Shocking. (laughs) Oh, I am ready. Actually, I'm not. By the way, my scouting for Northern Highlands shut out Old Japan. By the way, number eighty got stopped. (laughs) And you know what? There's another reason why you're on tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Go ahead, hoops. You uh, go ahead. You are the fall sports pick'em winner for the fall, Kenny, with a total record of 47 and 19. So, yes, the guy from Maryland is the New Jersey, but he's a New Jersey. He's always you are, New but, Jersey but, through but, and through. I but give, that, give the final records. Listen how crazy okay. this is. So, Kenny, you topped the records at 47 and 19. Kurt and I tied at 46 and 20, so it was a one-game differential. Ooh. And wow. Mr. Beelan finished at 41 and 25. Wow. So, I mean, how much oh, closer I, I can you Kurt, get? I don't know if we got a few minutes. I got a real fun little five, ten-minute segment for you guys. I told Kurt about it today. It's a little – instead of a rank five, I got a little game. Okay. It's called Real or Frauds. <laughs> okay. I got 12 – we'll get through as many as we can if you guys are up for it. I got 12 high schools. I want to see which one of you two know high schools better in the country than oh, the geez. others. Okay. I'm and I got 12 teams I don't know the made up or real, either real or made up throughout the country of funny or unique school names. Okay. And okay. you need to tell me if they're real or fraud. Okay. And if you got paper, you can write them down and we'll, we'll do them real quick. Right. Okay. And the audience can play along don't too. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. 
And let me know when you guys are ready, and I'm I'll ready. read the first one off to you. I'm ready. We're ready. Okay, so we have from we got a New Jersey team in the I put a New Jersey team in there. The Atlantic City West One Arm Bandits. Are they a real team or a team that the Fraud Slayer made up? <laughs> Don't give your answers now. Just write them down, and we'll okay. go over them when we're done. Okay. Let me know when you're finished. Yeah, we're good. Second one's a real simple name. Malibu, California, surfers. Okay. Three. Got to get a couple Maryland schools in there. The Tuxent River, Maryland, muskrats. Okay. You ready, Hoops? Yep. Number four, Cooperstown, New York, legends. I'm good. Good, Kurt? Yes. Number five, Owings, Maryland. That's a little Southern Maryland school right here near me. Owings, Maryland, ostriches. <laughs> good? Yep. Yep. Number six, Yuma, Arizona, criminals. <laughs> I'm just putting true because I like that team. <laughs> That's a team I could see Beelin on. You know, like Beelin would be the captain of that team. Beelin when he was at 10 years old? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Towson, Maryland, Hooters. Good. Yep. In this country, that team has to be fake. They can't have that. Just, just... Number eight, <laughs> Chester, New York, Hamiltonians. Let me know when we're ready. We're good. good. Polka, West Virginia, dots. Dots, D-O-T-S? Yes. Like the poker dots. Polka, P-O-C-A, West Virginia, dots. All right. Number 10, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, millionaires. By the way, our audience, Thomas McGuire saying, how about Sleepy Hollow Headless Horseman? <laughs> Wait, can you say the Williamsport PA one again? Williamsport, Pennsylvania, millionaires. All right, I'm two good. More. I, got, I got two more. Okay. Frankfurt, Indiana, hot dogs. <laughs> I got one more when you're ready. Ready? I'm ready. He we, said, that's real, the sleepy, hollow, head, headless oh, horseman. So I believe good. it. I'm going to do this. This might be a little fun segment we bring on the show every once in a while here. Some fun, unique names. And the last one, Weed, W-E-E-D, California, Tobacco Farmers. Okay. All right. So you all ready? We're yeah. ready. Okay. So for number one, Atlantic City West one-armed bandits, are they real or did the fraud slayer make them up? Fraud. I said real. Kurt is right. It is real. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, fraud. Okay. Boo. Okay. <laughs> one for Kurt, zero for hoops. The Malibu surfers, are they frauds or real? I got fraud. I got fraud. They were fraud. <laughs> okay. You guys keeping score? Yep. yep. All right. The Patuxent River muskrats. 
Real or fraud? I got true. I got real. They were fraud. I made them up. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> they are actually the Raiders. Patuxent. <laughs> it's not a, there's Pax River, but they're not a high school. It's Patuxent uh, Raiders. Patuxent Raiders. Okay. Cooperstown Legends. Real or frauds? I got real. I got real also. They were frauds. Wow. <laughs> going better than I thought. <laughs> Owings Ostriches. I got fraud. Fraud. They were frauds. <laughs> They're actually the Buccaneers. <laughs> Yuma Criminals. I Yuma got true. Are... True. I got, I got fraud. They were true. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, a real funny fact about that, I was doing my research. They're, the way they came into uh, one of their big games, they had a police escort. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> they got, I, I bet you they have the Oakland Raider uniforms, the black and gold. They're you black know, and black white, and but silver. Yeah, they, they have police escorts bring them in as a, as a gag. That's awesome. Towson Hooters. I got fraud. I got real. They are frauds. <laughs> I haven't gotten one yet. No. <laughs> I haven't gotten a single she one. She hasn't yet. got one yet. <laughs> Go on, hoops. Big, big ending for you. Chester Hamiltonians. I got true. I got fraud. True. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you got to get this one, Hoops. The Polka West Virginia Dots. I got true. I got fraud. They're true. Oh, no. I, how could it be the Polka See, Dots? See, I know Kenny. Wait a minute. I know Wait a minute. Kenny. I actually had real because I wasn't even thinking polka dots. And then one of you, yeah. you said polka dots. I was like, oh, it can't be. And I but I know said, Kenny. He look, finds stuff like real, that. and I crossed it out and wrote fraud. Yeah. Well, I know. I thought Kenny would have made that up because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I got three more. I got the Williamsport Millionaires. I got false. I got real. Hoops got that one hey. right. <laughs> My first one. <laughs> about the Frankfurt, Indiana hot dogs? Real. I got fraud. <laughs> They're real. <laughs> and our last one, the Weed California Tobacco Farmers. I went real. I went fraud. They are fraud. There is a Weed California, but they're not the tobacco farmers. I was going to say, tobaccos was in the south. That's Kenny, the only reason I, I was eight and four on this. <laughs> what were you? Two and ten. <laughs> two and ten. A little, little fun little... Uh... Thank oh, that you. Was Thank Kenny, you. That, that was great, That was great. That was good. That was great. But I want to say this one more time. Congratulations. I want to put it up. Mr. Kirkpatrick in a great battle in our first ever yep. fall sports pick em. We cannot wait till the winter comes up. But uh, you were the winner. Uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. It came, I, I, funny story, Kenny, before I go, funny story is I said to Jen, are you sure I picked Clifton over Wood? Uh, who was it? Uh, Irvington. 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 Are you sure? So I came down and I picked Clifton 21-20. Kenny, I'm more insulted because he second-guessed me. Yeah, he went down and checked it. I said, if you're going to check that, you better check every pick you made all fall. Well, well, I go back and listen to the shows. His comment on last week's show was, this is where I, this is the game I really thought I'd pick up a, a game on you guys, but you all picked Clifton, and I'm going to go Clifton 21-20. So you could have picked up a game if you went with Irving. I know, I know. At the last with, minute. The only reason he checked is because he only lost the full pick -em I lost one. the full yeah. pick -em. But it was a fun. <laughs> it was great, though. And, and again, we want to thank 
Thank you again for always coming on. Thank you always coming yeah. for commenting. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for the little segment. All your top, um, your rankums, your rankums through the yeah. years been awesome. Um, obviously, always want to thank um, Fast and Ryan and Paulie for coming on tonight. Yeah, again, great guys. Kenny, listen, I coached with them. I know I'm friends with them. Not great guys, great trainers. Um, Jen got connected with Del Barton, who's, I mean, tremendous, tremendous season this year. But, I mean, just listening to the coaches, it was two awesome guys. I mean, yeah. I got wait, Coach yeah. Gallagher, by the way. Did you see his background? Fantastic. Oh, he, he was like he was like on a level of Coach Breslin yeah. tonight. It was like that. But um, I get Coach Breslin there for a Yeah, second. but um, color helmets as Ramapo, almost the same kind, a D and an R, close, you know. Um. By the way, we're just, we're getting a request. I saw that. that we're getting a request, we and you know what? To. We're gonna make this official make next week. We're gonna make it. <laughs> we're gonna put out the offer for this, Kenny. You guys should have a segment with Coach Breslin during the year. He was my defensive coordinator at Beckton in 98, one of the smartest defensive minds in North Jersey. Which you, I, you don't have say. to tell. Yeah. What do I say? Yeah. Yeah. If you had a staff. If I was your, ever, yeah. ever a head coach, who am I call? He'd be your DC. How about, how about we put Coach Breslin? I got to get a buyout to get him out of Ramapo. Get him a buyout. <laughs> How about we put Coach Breslin on the spot and do a little Jeopardy segment with Coach Breslin? Uh, Coach Breslin, but listen, we that we're gonna put it, we're gonna make it official. Yeah, we'll put him reach on. Reach out to him, absolutely. Reach out to him because he's he's the best. Uh, just a little definitely want to make uh, definitely. We should definitely look into a, a high school game day. I make the trip up next we, year. We we want to do it. We yeah, get a Del Barton headgear. I'll put it on. <laughs> Coach Breslin saying, LOL, I am old. I thought he was going to say, I am in. I don't want to see I am old. I want to see I am in. Because the offer is out for Coach Breslin next week to talk defensive football well, on the show. If he'd like to come on oh, any time, that's good we, for him. Yeah. We can't give away his his his. his no, 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 no. No, but just, Ramapo, no we can't. No, 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 we can't do that, Coach. No, but. And a, just a reminder, if anybody knows a high school athlete that they would like to see featured, we would love, again, about giving the, the recognition to to the hardworking athletes um, and, you know, the seasons that they have. So, But uh, thank you, yes, guys. I'll, for... I'll, uh, that goes for Maryland, too. Anybody out there that's listening down here in Maryland, I know there was a couple people listening tonight. If you know anybody, nice. please send them Kurt and Jen's yeah, way. I'll, I'll reach out to them and we can get them on. All right. No, it's been tough. I know it's been tough down here, but things will change. Yep. Um, Thomas McGuire saying you're always welcome at Riggin Field to watch us play. So there we go. That's that's another game day. Beckton. Oh yeah, Beckton game day, baby. Beckton game day. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, we are gonna thank run. You guys for having me on. No, thank thanks. congratulations again. Congratulations. Ball pick'em pick champ in the flesh. I mean, you know what the truth is though, real quick. The truth is we always knew it was a three three-person race we oh, knew Beelan was tanking and Beelan would come last so it was always a three-person race but speak for everybody no, it was a great it was a it was a great it was fun making the picks making the logos and uh, we can't wait till our winter sport yep. listen we're gonna be picking boys basketball girls basketball uh, we're gonna be picking little hockey, hockey wrestling you know it's bowling bowling spencing. we're gonna do everything yep, yep. we're gonna we're gonna pick everything so everyone better start doing their homework so that's all I'm going nice to say. Show tonight, Mr. Valente. Great show. Bye-bye. Mr. Kirkpatrick, thank you very much. Coach Breslin saying great job, guys. Oh, we still do not get the official from Coach Breslin. I am in. We will wait. Maybe he'll get the official text later. But Coach Breslin, you got a request that from two people. From, well, us, of course, but Mr. Kirkpatrick and 
Mr. McGuire want Coach Breslin on live. So, Coach B's corner. There we go. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, everybody out there, thank you guys for a great show, and we will see you next Tuesday night. Yep. Thank you for watching. Have a good, good night. night. Good night. Oh, night. one more thing. Mr. McGuire saying, great show, guys, and thank you for recognizing us. We appreciate the trophy. Well deserved. Our 2020 Fall Sports Team of the Year, yep. the Beckton Wildcats. Yep. Well deserved. My number two, number one, number two team, co-number one team. With, 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 there you uh, go. Del Bar. All right, guys. Have a good night.